and welcome to Beyond the Venue podcast with your host, MG, the venue specialist. I have two absolutely wonderful guests for you this afternoon. I've got Tom of Press Play DJs and Kamara of Sojourn Philly and PRLA. Before they get to dive into introducing themselves, I'm going to first tell you how I met these two absolutely beautiful human beings. So with Kamara, her and I met in the fall of 2018 before I started MG The Venue Specialist, walked into Jet where she was currently working and she was enjoying some, a little bit of wine because it is Jet Wine Bar uh, with some friends of mine. So we were introduced and that was the first time we got to know each other. And I would learn that she is probably one of the most uh, popular people in all of Philadelphia. She literally knows everybody. Um, so we definitely know some people in common, but she's been able to introduce me to so many wonderful people throughout, uh, not just the hospitality industry, but beyond. So Kamara also plays softball with, uh, in a league with some friends of mine who were hosting a quizzo in the summer of 2019. In walks Tom and no one else knew you. I, I think it was just me. And I was like, holy crap, that's Tom. And I walk up to you and I say, I, I'm, I'm Mary Grace. Do you, do you remember me? Um, you're like, I, I'm really sorry. I, did I embarrass myself? Did I, I can't remember your exact words, but it was, um, I've been seven years sober. So anything I did before that, I'm really sorry. And I think I just spot out New Deck Tavern, 2003 to 2005 karaoke till now. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God. And just this back when we could hug. Um, And so Tom was, he ran the weekly uh, karaoke at New Deck Tavern when I was an undergrad at Drexel. And my friends and I went there religiously on Tuesday nights to sing and we had a duet together. And it it just been, you know, so it was wonderful to reconnect, especially now that I'm in the wedding and event space because you own your own DJ company. So my clients were actually there at the quizzo with us where I'm like, ah, you guys remember Tom from Drexel? Oh, and you guys ended up DJing their wedding right before we all went into lockdown. So um, Kamara has been attending your quizzo, your in-person quizzo in the before times for, for how long? How, how long do you guys go back? I predate Tom. So it's as far back as he started there. So, so when... When, yeah, did when did your in-person quizzo begin? Because I only knew you as karaoke, Tom. Yeah, so in the karaoke days, I was doing quizzo too, just at other venues. Um, I guess I don't really, I don't specifically know the year that I started my in-person quizzo at Fado, where Q would come. Um, but I feel like it's uh, included, like it's been nine years. It's at least nine or ten years. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I, I date everything by how long I've been dating my boyfriend. And so everything is based on how long I've been with Mike. So at least, at least 10 years, um, maybe around there. Um, but the funny thing is you weren't the only person that knew Tom at the Quizzo because Tom was there because of another mutual friend that we have in common. Oh, it um, wasn't even through you. Who else was uh, it? Yeah, so Tom was there because of a, a friend of ours named Joe who suggested Tom for the event. Now, does Joe also, also participate in this Fido quiz though? Oh yes. yeah, he, he's, okay. our, he's our number one bitter rival, like <laughs> on the rival team. 
Um, but Joe also plays softball. And so, okay, okay, okay. And so Tom and I got to have a season of softball together. Um, through oh, just- Tom, did, did you play softball as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one one season I played with uh, Q and Joe, who were on opposite Quizzo teams at Fidel, <laughs> like rival rivals. I played on their team. We won the championship. Now, we're yeah. our, uh, what what is your position in in softball? I no, mean, I play, Q plays I play, my position. I play first base, and I refuse to give it up. <laughs> yes, none so of I that surprises everywhere. me at all. Okay, just wherever you were needed. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I will say the running joke between and not to, not that we should spend this whole time talking about Joe, but uh, the running joke is that we're like bitter rivals on Wednesday. And then the rest of the days of the week, we, we actually all get along like his team and my team get along. But like on Wednesdays, we're enemies. And- yes. <laughs> all right. So, Tom, you've been doing the in-person Quizzo thing. How much of your time was spent Quizzo versus DJing events? And like, how did you really kind of get your business off the ground over these la- over this last decade? Yeah, so I've been a DJ. 2001 will be my 18th year that I've been a DJ. Like I haven't done any other job besides this for that long. I started out with a company in Delaware County, worked there on and off for five or six years, left there, went on my own. It didn't really work out great. Um, moved into uh, another company and just kind of bounced around. And in 2012, I took over the uh, day-to-day operations of a company out in Bryn Mawr and was working there for about a year running that company. Everything, hiring, venues, like getting new clients, all that stuff. And just kind of was like, um, I'm cutting these checks for owners who are never around. And I was like, I, why am I not getting paid? I do all the work. Yeah. And I'm like, I literally do everything like payroll. everything. <laughs> like, and I was like, I think I'm done here. So 2013, I left and I started press play DJs uh, in 2013. And I would say like, you know, my, it, it, and we know this, this race, this business is all about relationships. Like it's mm-hmm. all about relationships. The relationships you make are what you're going, that's going to, determine your success in this business and And you never know who you're going to reconnect with in the future (laughs) you never know who's going to be at a charity quizzo for a softball (laughs) league and there you go you get a wedding out of it um so yeah so i I mean so i started hiring djs um quizzo hosts stuff like that but i would say like it's pretty 50 50 like monday tuesday wednesday and thursday are basically your quizzo days right and Friday and Saturday are your DJ days. I mean, whether we're doing a wedding or a birthday party or an anniversary party or any kind of event, um, we're doing that. But we're also doing, you know, Lucky Strike. And we filled in at Tavern on Broad when it was open. And Fado, Friday, Saturday nights, Tiernanog. We would do happy hours. That was all DJ work. Have you ever DJed at any of the Sojourn Philly establishments? And for our listeners out there, um, Kamara, can you can you walk us through uh, the Sojourn Philly collection? Sure. So we had we started with Jet Wine Bar, which opened in 2019 on South Street, um, because the owner Jill Weber is an archaeologist by trade, and she actually would travel to all of these exotic locations as part of her academic work and discovered wines outside of Italy and France and California and said, these are amazing wines that that the rest of the world doesn't know about. And I wanna bring these back to my hometown of Philadelphia. 
So that's and how- I heard 2019. I think I know we're all totally fried on time, but at, when what what year did Jet started in 2010? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah. So uh, and the the most amazing thing is that's why Jet is is our global vineyard. We call it a global vineyard because we have wines from Texas and we also have wines from the Republic of Georgia. We have wines from South Africa. You know, Albania. We have wines literally from all over the world um, outside of what people typically think of as wine. Um, And so that's been an amazing educational experience as well, growing my wine knowledge. And then in 2012 is when Rex opened, Rex 1516, um, which is a American Southern restaurant. And then I was hired with the company in 2014 to open Cafe Inez, which is our BYO Mexican restaurant on Washington Avenue. Um, And after I got promoted in 2016 to director of business and events, and part of my job in 2016 was finding other avenues for revenue outside of the basic footprint of our restaurants. So one of the things that I worked really hard on was forming a relationship with PHS. So we actually opened- um, the, the Philadelphia Horticulture yeah, Society? Yeah, the Philadelphia Horticultural Society. So they were doing pop-up gardens throughout the city. Um, so one of the things that I um, did was form a relationship with them to open their pop-up uh, seasonal garden in West Philly. And so Tom was actually able to host Quizzo there um, for a summer um, and yeah, for a a summer. And then we actually um, did not renew that contract because we were concentrating on opening uh, new restaurants. Um, So we are actually in the process of opening a new Mexican restaurant at Berks and American in like a week. (laughs) Okay. Wow. And then um, actually by the time this airs, that restaurant will be open. (laughs) And then um, we are in the process of moving Rex uh, 1516, two doors down to the Royal, the historic Royal Theater, um, which will hopefully open um, mid to late summer. Yeah, the facade's incredible. It's um, I'm excited for when it officially opens. Um, I'm going to tell everybody now that we're going to have the best indoor dining space that you will ever see in Philadelphia. It's going to be amazing. Um, and that's actually going to uh, have live music. Um, which is an aspect that we have been looking to expand from previous Rex, which is a much smaller venue. So we're going from a 30 seat restaurant to a 300 seat restaurant. I, uh, I can't wait until we get some sort of normalcy. And <laughs> I mean, I, uh, Kamara has already been one of my go-tos during the pandemic. Well, for a million reasons, but uh, they opened up the Jet Wine Garden, uh, which is all outdoors and really spruced it up and so perfect for kind of a last minute elopement, a wedding ceremony, um, or a little celebration with, with friends and family where you can do that socially distance, following all the rules. And, you know, as president of the local chapter, the PRLA, Kamara is all about the rules and <laughs> helps keep us aware of what the rules are because they are changing and confusing. Yeah. But it's kind of we're hanging in there. It's been one of the the biggest struggles of the pandemic is because I want every restaurant and venue to do everything that they can do to survive. I want everybody to to come up with any idea, anything that you can do to survive. I look at it as a bigger picture of I want to make sure that we are surviving as an industry so that at the end of this, there's going to be more than four restaurants that happen to not be open owned by Darden or Taco Bell or any of the big chains. 
I have a couple of friends that might disagree with you. They do love their Taco Bell, but I, I independent restaurants are definitely the backbone of, of the Philadelphia hospitality industry. And I, 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 I'm hoping that the, the money that is coming through now with the government is going to help. And so, yeah, I mean, I, it's, 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 so I don't want to seem like I am a, uh, rules, uh, dictator, but I feel like I don't want to see people shut down because they're not following the rules. And that's been my biggest trying to communicate that I'm not trying to. Inf- you're not trying to be mean. You're trying to keep right. people safe and keep businesses here. open. Yeah. I want you to have your permits and I want you to do it because I want you to be here at the end of this. Like, yes, absolutely. Um, and so I've been, a, Tom will tell you this. I've been trying to find ways to incorporate him into our outdoor space without breaking the rules because I really want to try to help all of my friends as much as possible. And so I've been trying to struggle with like, this is what we can do and can't do. And so is there a way that I can bring you in to do this? Or can I bring you in to do this? And and so it's been difficult, especially uh, the, (laughs) I love what Pennsylvania said about dance floors throughout the whole pandemic, because they basically were like, you can have a dance floor, but you have to wear a mask and you need to stay six feet apart from the next person. Dancing in place. That's, that's the, <laughs> no Tom, Tom, have you, have you, I assume, have you taken on any wedding clients in the last year? Have you done any micro weddings or has it been just quizzo and, and trivia and such? The last thing I DJed was March 14th, 2020. Okay. So it's been over. It's been over a year since I've DJed anything. Like set up my stuff. Obviously, other than like in my house, like practicing. But can't <laughs> get rusty. For, for people, for like live people, I haven't DJed anything in over a year. That makes no. that makes sense. Yeah, and I, it's coming I, back something. though. It's coming back. It's coming back. So I've had like I've had all my 2020 weddings moved to 2021. Okay. So that was a little bit difficult and like trying to figure because I had 2021 dates booked. So I've been lucky in that my 2020 dates didn't run into my 2021 dates. So fortunate. So fortunate. I know I am. I know I'm fortunate. I've had 2021 dates move to 20, the end of 2021 from the beginning. Like uh, I do have an April wedding. Um, that is still going ahead. Uh, Assume all outdoors. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's outside of Philadelphia, then they are allowed to do Is that Alice's friend's wedding? No, no, no. That's going to oh. be in like York. Um, no, this is outside of Philadelphia. Yes, it's outside okay. of, not oh. a Philly wedding. I don't have any Philadelphia weddings in 2021. All my weddings are like, I have one in Maine. I have one. Uh, I'll have one hopefully in York. I have Ooh, one. Where are you going in Maine? And do you need an assistant? I, I, <laughs> I'm dead serious. I will bring whoever wants to come for the weekend and just hang out. Where, where is it in Maine? I don't know yet. Um, it was either going to be big there. State, dude. <laughs> I know. So it was either, well, because it was supposed to be last year. So we just haven't connected. Like they put their deposit down. I know the date and I know it's going to be Maine. It was either going to be Maine or South Africa. Wow. And I was like, uh, can we South do Africa, this? South Africa, South <laughs> Africa. Wow. And they're, they're paying, would they have paid for a flight to South Africa? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've traveled all over the, 
U.S. to DJ stuff, weddings. Um, I never, I didn't know that. Mary yeah, <laughs> had no I'm idea. A, yeah. Jet yeah. set DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm national. I'm national. You got a huge guess here, MJ. Huge guess. I, this is a big get right here. I'm so glad no, I'm kidding. this podcast is going to be Tom and I outdoing ourselves to see what your guess. I do have that in my notes. Talk about uh, Kamara's obsessive need to always be competitive. Um, yes. I just, yes. Or just right. I'm just right all the time. So I haven't done anything and uh, I have a wedding in April and I'm like so nervous. I'm like, do I know how to do this? Like, hold on. Like, do I know? Do I remember the song? Like, it's just, yeah, it's been all quizzo. All like, so in the beginning it was virtual. Like as soon yeah, as. Yeah. So tell me about the transition from uh, like March 14th, last wedding. Okay. So then what was next? Cause I know so, it took me months to figure out what I was doing no, with my next. So it was days. So March 18th, I was like, okay. So the first thing I did was have an anxiety attack. <laughs> <laughs> right there with you. Yeah. I was like, okay, well I'm done. Like what, if, what else am I good at? Because I'm not having a business. Um, I was, but I, you know, I was doing all the procrastinating, like, oh, no, we'll, we'll be back. And yeah. We'll, oh, two we'll weeks, right? Two weeks stops. No problem. Yeah. October, maybe, you know, I'm thinking New Year's, we'll be DJing on New Year's. Um, and that was like the latter, like, you know, other DJs were like, bang, like a couple of weeks. So um, March 18th, I, I, the first thing I thought was like, okay, like, what can I do? Uh, how can I reach people? How can I continue to try and make any kind of money? um doing this and it was talking to people i just started spitballing to people what can we instagram live was like the first thing it was like okay like we can go live on instagram and we could start hosting trivia well what about cheaters i mean at this point who cares like you know <laughs> i really don't care like let's go i just want to i love entertaining I, it's what i like to do i, I, I like will doing say Tom is responsible and he will agree with me on this. He is responsible for one of both of ours silver lining throughout all of this. Um, and the fact that we now have 10 new best friends. We do have 10 new best friends. So we went virtual, we went Instagram live. So I started hosting trivia that way and it was really cool. Like it was super. And it, it wasn't themed, correct? The themes were all specialty. What, no, so how, so do, it was yeah, how do you usually set up your quiz though? Like what's your. So, We'll do a general trivia round. We'll do what's called a top 10 list. It's like one question with 10 different answers in any order. Like what are the 10 largest states by population? Put them in any order, one through 10. That's a whole round. Mm -hmm. Picture round, music round. So I cut out like a category round because I didn't know how this was going to go. Like, Of course. Who's going like, to show oh, up? And Who's going to show up? Like how are we going to grade? Like we had to figure it all out as we were going. Like, And it was like, okay, well – email me the answers and then I'll be right back. And then we had trouble with playing music because of Instagram's copyright rules and all that. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. Like there were certain things like it was just, Oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do here. Like, so, but we figured it out and we kept rolling along. Then Fido reached out and wanted me to do a national on their national page. Like Fido has uh, different uh, pubs throughout the country. And so they were like, we want you to do, Instagram live on our Instagram. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Pay so me, we, please. <laughs> well, no. So like, they were like, we can't, we can't pay you, but you can give out your Venmo. And I'm like, okay, like I'll make more doing that than I would saying like, Oh, 200 bucks, whatever, you know? So yeah. we started doing that. And like the first week we had like 120 Quizzo teams. 
Wow. It took, it took How long like, does that take to grade? How it took three that? hours to grade. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You didn't even you didn't even know if you won that night. Like you no. won the next day. You didn't 120. So not even 120 people participating, 120 teams. 120 I mean, teams. MG, my team still won most of the weeks. I'm just they did pretty good. Like <laughs> this was nationwide, and like, you know, there were so many teams, and that stayed, you know, pretty good for a while. And then I started hosting like a name that tune night, which was like just basically all audio rounds. Like people who like music and want to guess the song, come on. Wednesday night, let's do it. So I start this night and it kind of like turned into this like 10 people would show up, 11, 12 maybe. And what I started doing was going live with these people. I would go live with them individually and I would ask them those questions that are at the end of uh, inside the actor's studio with James Lipton. He used to ask like these 10 questions and there's like a thing for, I forgot, like, what's your, what's your favorite curse word? What's your favorite word? What's your least favorite word? What's your favorite sound? What's your least favorite sound? Like all the, there was like 10 of them. So I started going live with people, getting to know them. And through these questions, well, it, I don't even know how it happened, but like this group, like, I started a group chat on Instagram with the group and what was the name? It was the Wednesday night crew. Okay. And so we're all, so it just grew. And then we went to zoom and we're all like friends now, like all these people that were connected to me, like I'm the, the lightning rod to this group, people from Fido Quizzo from 10 years ago, uh, uh, Belinda is from Boston. She found me on Instagram for Fido for the national quizzo with her friends. Um, we've had a socially distanced barbecue where all these people met who never met each other in real life, like only on the computer and the Instagram lives and the zooms. And we've had like two gatherings. We're like this group of friends. We had That's our amazing. first date around, around our around my birthday and I tried to turn it into a birthday party and Tom was like no we have, no. have like this is our first date we have to make sure we like each other first yeah <laughs> it's not about you Q <laughs> um but the funny thing is you put in your notes for uh those listening about my family joining a lot of things so like Tom now has become friends with my siblings yes I brought it's this group just, uh, yeah because Kamara kept hounding me she's like you have to join Tom's Tom's quizzo and I was like okay I'll I'll come out and you don't limit the number of participants per no. team and so I get on Kamara's Zoom and it's like 20 members of her family. <laughs> yeah. OMG. Yeah. <laughs> and the best part is you don't really need me here but I, I think I might have been able to contribute maybe one answer that the rest of the team didn't know. But the only other time that um, that I would do one of Tom's quizzos was um, was it '90s trivia? And yes, as soon as I saw it on Instagram, I'm like doing that. Yeah. And so I had my my own team of of my circle of friends, and as it, we expected it to happen, it was my team versus Kamara's team, and <laughs> we lost in the tiebreaker uh, for for first place. That That's was right. my little sister. My little sister is the one that pulled that question out of her. I don't know where. Like she, she <laughs> I think it was a name, name the song, was a, and it was we a just Dion song. That no, that, that was. I think we knew that one. It was a. It was a. It was the second, second song. song. It was whatever the second that second. Song. Yeah, it, and, and we just, just nailed it. But like, we did not know it. 
<laughs> so it's so funny when people play name that tune we've gotten into like the edwards's versus everyone else because everyone's like it's not Chrissy edwards's know all these songs they grew up <laughs> together and they listen to the same stuff all the time like yeah so everything it's like a whole thing like and we still play name that tune every sunday we play every sunday on zoom these 10 people um the same people <laughs> And now, like, it's they host, like, I get to play. So, like, we have a schedule, and, like, one week it'll be two people, and, like, they're hosting their two rounds, and everybody plays against each other, and we keep score, and there's, like, standings. It's, like, and nobody can beat me, but, like, they try. Um, it's, it, it's the one thing that, like, you can't beat me. So, um we have that and it's awesome. So everything transferred from Instagram live to zoom because during this, while it was great in the beginning, after about six months or not even the weather started getting nice. Everyone right? wants to go outside and well, everybody started going outside on these nights. And it was like, man, what am I going to do? Like, this was great. But now, and also like the novelty wore off, mm -hmm. like people started getting zoom sick and like yeah, Instagram live sick. Zoom fatigue yeah. is real. Yeah. yeah. People zoomed out. Right. So I, so I did transfer everything and I was like, you know what? Like I'm taking the two nights. I was doing Tuesday for me, Thursday for Fido and the Fido even got down to like 10 teams. Like, and it was like not generating income anymore or enough to survive because yeah. that's all I'm trying to do is survive, not thrive, survive. Yeah. Heard. Um, because you know, as everybody knows, like I, the DJ industry is below the restaurants. So everybody's like restaurants, restaurants, restaurants. And I'm like, I get that. And I'm with you on that, but right, not even right below, a little bit below that, all the way down here, right there. That's where the DJs and the live uh, entertainers are, right? Specifically the DJs. Um, we're, we've lost, like, I know for myself, six figures since this started, like in sales, like a lot of money. Um, and it doesn't really get talked about. It does a little bit gig workers, gig workers. I'm a small business owner slash gig worker, I guess you could say. But when everything went over to Zoom, I was like, I can get the nights combined and it started generating more money. Then I had to charge the teams, 25 a team, which I think is reasonable. You'd spend yeah. more than that if you went to the bar and played, right? So oh, the amount of money I've saved by not going to the bar. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, I will, I will say I, it's so funny. Like it's almost like it, like as Tom is trying to allude to it, it goes in steps and at MG, as you've alluded to, I obviously deal with a lot of industry specific things being president of the trade association for the city. And one of the things that we've shifted our focus to is the event planning, uh, catered events, outdoor events, things like that, because now that, not that restaurants are in a great place, but now that we've gotten restaurants in like a little bit of a better place, we've started shifting our focus and okay, how can we bring weddings back? How can we bring catered events back? How can we bring outdoor events back? How can we get the rest of the industry? Because hospitality is such an all-encompassing industry. It is hotels, it is restaurants, it is Airbnbs, it is bread and breakfasts, it is the DJs, it is the linen company, it is the to go container manufacturer. It is an insurance company. There is so many facets to this business that people don't take into account or realize it exists. And so it, we find ourselves having these conversations with city officials and politicians about, okay, yeah, we've taken care of this 
part. Now we've got to figure out how to take care of this part. And I, I will say the biggest uh, group of people I'm hearing from now are the event planners. Those are the people that are reaching out to me more than anything are the event planners. Um, you know, MG, one of our mutual friends, Lauren Westerman is constantly like, okay, let me know when I can do a wedding. Please let me know when I can do a wedding, please. <laughs> Um, it's it's and the venues that are struggling because they don't classify as restaurants and so um, the they're all it's, the catering calls. it's it's been a mess yeah so. it's, it's just it's one of those things where you know um as the restaurants like so in the summer like when things started to get nice like a couple of my clients reached out and they're like would you be interested in doing an outdoor quizzo and this is going to be tough to pull off. I get to figure out where to put speakers, tables, six feet, all that, you know, but we figured it out and we started doing outdoor quizzo like on like if it, oh, we would we were doing it on 15th Street, like people walking by yelling out answers like it is what it is like across the street. They're in the apartment, like yelling down. At the least answers. they're yelling out the wrong answers. They're not yeah. the right answers. <laughs> you got cars driving by like, you know, uh, everything like all this stuff happening. Like it's a pretty busy it's 15th and Locust. Very busy. Very intersection. busy intersection. Yeah. So, but we figured it out and, you know, we were doing that and I'm like, okay, that's, and I couldn't charge what I normally charge because you weren't making the same money you were making before, you know, but we worked it out and it gave me something to do. And it started forming a schedule for me Monday night zoom. Here's the, here's the silver lining. I will never get rid of Monday night zoom trivia. Like I discovered a whole different way to do what I do. Right. So that's awesome. Like yeah. I have a whole new night now dedicated. And you're able to reach this net nationwide audience because sure. you can my, log in from anywhere. And my Instagram followers went up by like 550 just from doing the Fado and Tuesday nights. Like that's a lot of followers that if you're not buying them, that's a lot of organic followers to get Yeah, in a matter of, you know, whatever, four months, like in the beginning of this, like four months, like, it was crazy. I'm like, what is happening here? Like, but this was like, there were some silver linings here for our businesses. Well, it looks like we have uh, all come a very, very long way since the uh, early aughts and our, our new deck days. Um, well, the last question that I wanted to ask you guys is what is your favorite venue? So it, either past, present, future, uh, a place that you love going to, love performing at, um what's your favorite venue i'm gonna let tom go first oh i get to go first yeah <laughs> so difficult he's like oh definitely jet wine garden number one yeah number one <laughs> number one i've never had a sip of wine in my life I, one of my goals at the end of this is to actually like go through some wines with tom and and find one that he appreciates yes and if, if you're confused if you're confused about didn't Mary, didn't MG say Tom was sober seven years? It's a long story. Yes. Now, no, whatever. It is what it is. So anyway, um, favorite venue. This is so difficult for me because I've performed in thousands of local venues, like throughout my 18 years, like some that aren't even there anymore. Like, you know, they, that like Finnegan's Wake was like a mm -hmm. staple. Um, I know. <laughs> I, <miss Finnegan's> <laughs> so bad. 
I can I, it's massive so eye roll of like so uh, college days that it's St. Patrick's Day and we're uh. Irish pubs because I feel like the majority of Irish pubs that I used to go dancing at in Philly aren't even there anymore. They're not, and that's the thing. Like we're recording this on St. Patrick's Day, four o'clock, and I'm allowed <laughs> and I'm able. I should not be available to do this right now. I should be working. Oh, so we would do like we would we would DJ from like two to two on Patty's. It was our yeah. biggest money-making day of the year because we do have a lot of Irish bars. So Fido, I mean, this is difficult to decide, but it's Fido. Like Fido is my favorite venue. I've been there for 15 years DJing. October of 2005 was my first year DJing at um, Fido. Um, so that's how far back that goes. So we're in the 16th year now. Um, they've been amazing to me. They've been, uh, they've always had my back um, no matter what. Uh, and, and they've been an amazing venue for me. Um, all the performing there, the friendships, you know, the like they're like family. Like the people you've met there, like the majority of my friends in my life that I have today, I've met at Fido, whether they were working there or coming to trivia there or whatever it may be. This venue, <clears throat> hoping and crossing my fingers that it survives. And, um, that it, like, I was checking in on them today. How are we doing? How's it going today? Like Patty's day. What, a, you know, it's one of the more iconic Irish bars in the city now, you know? Um, and it's, uh, it was slow, you know, and, and that's, you know, it is what it is. Like we're doing quizzo there again and it's good. It is. Um, but Friday and Saturday nights with DJs and dance floors. I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think it'd be a while for that. I don't think that comes back even when they lift restrictions. Like when everyone, they're like, hey, herd immunity, we're good. Everybody can do whatever you want to do again. Full capacity, everything. I still don't think you're going to have places that are going to be packed the way they were. Like the thing is like, but it's so awesome because it goes from like a soccer bar, like on Saturday and Sunday mornings or a rugby bar, like for Six Nations it goes to like a restaurant, happy hour place to like this. What happened in here? It's dark and there's lights and it's dancing. And it's like, what is going? There's my favorite music. is on is on Wednesdays before Quizzo when the pre-theater crowd is in there. And I'm like, ah, the pre-theater crowd. Theater yes. people go like leave. <laughs> my most hated time to my most hated time to do Quizzo is because we do it on Wednesdays is sips. I can't stand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So there are two there are two silver linings that came out of this. No more sips and no more Aaron Express. Those are the two silver linings. Of this. The Did you like Aaron sips, MG? Um were you a, sips MG, were great. you a sips person? Sips was great no. when it started. Sips I don't know. Started, so, but I was also younger and single then. So, so yeah. sips, sips also. So for our listeners who don't know, um, Sips was supposed to be this like citywide what Wednesday happy hour situation with discounted beer, wine, and drinks. And so they started, they did start it when I was in college. Um, but that's the only bring mainliners into the city on a Wednesday night during oh. the summer. They started it because in the summer, so listeners, and for those that are um not from Philadelphia, in the summer, everyone goes to the shore, which is the Jersey Shore. And so they started way they were like everyone's leaving we need to generate money in the city so we'll start happy hour wednesday nights it was free parking in the city it was um three dollar beer four dollar wine five dollar apps it was it was i mean if you were 
It's a great deal if you were younger, yeah, but it's just hell on a bar or restaurant. And it's yeah. and it just it got way out of hand because 21-year-olds were acting like 21-year-olds on a Wednesday. And it was just it was a dumpster fire. So, yeah, so now there's like sips after parties and like <laughs> DJs and clubs. And I'm like, what is the, happening? The fun thing about sips that I miss and love is that my girlfriend and I would actually look at list which started with like 80 or 90 restaurants and we were looking at the list and we were like these are the we would find the out of the way places that like no one would go to so like people would go to Fido they would go to Continental they would go to Tiranog they would go and so my girlfriends and I discovered M restaurant because of this we discovered mm, beautiful venue the hotel bar at the double tree we used to go to the double oh. like standing ovations like these like right we were like oh this is it going to have 50 people at it? Let's go here. So, Kamara, we're one of these SIPS venues, your all-time favorite venue. Are you in trying to tell me that is, well, I love M Restaurant? It's beautiful. Like, M Restaurant, I always, so you both know that I have been dating the same person for a very long time. And I would always say that, like, when I'm 60 and we finally get married, like, this <laughs> is the place in Philly that I want to get married because it felt like Paris in the city. Um, it literally was like a, an enclave in the middle of center city that had like the tent and the twinkle lights and it was a gem. So they do still have all of that it's still like a beautiful courtyard but instead yeah. of the restaurant it is feasterized catering that is yeah. just doing all of the the catering yeah. um so you basically just pay for the venue and then can bring in the caterer yeah they have one and it's and it's an amazing story for the venue um if we wanted to talk like it's an amazing story um that people, it's basically been around since the 1700s as someone's private residence um, that someone bought in 2000 and converted it to a hotel. But um, no, my <laughs> favorite venue is actually going to play cards at the beach in Atlantic City because I have not been to a casino in over a year and I <sighs> want to go, I want to go play cards at the beach. <laughs> That's not, not my scene. Oh, you could go check out. Um live casino I, down I, here in south philly i, I believe on. guy fieri's got restaurants down here too hold on flavor town your favorite venue is going to the beach like that's such a bullshit answer <laughs> I, first of all it is not because so here's what i will say about the beach the I, heart wants what the heart wants i am a summer baby so i always love the ocean i grew up near the ocean and so i so this is my perfect day so, we didn't ask about your perfect day. I'm going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you my perfect day. Which includes a perfect venue. It does include my perfect. So getting up at the crack of dawn because I'm an early riser. So I get up at, you know, 7, 730, get in the car, drive an hour to the Jersey Shore to hit my favorite breakfast place, which is Gilchrist on the bay side of Atlantic City. Craig LeBan says they have the best pancakes ever. They really do. Um, have breakfast so that by 10 a.m. I can be on the beach at 10 a.m. I, in Atlantic City, you can actually bring your own alcohol and the lifeguards, like it's, you can drink there. So from 10 to like two, I'm on the beach. Then from like two to five, I can go play cards, maybe six. And then I can go have dinner at Harry's at Valley's, which is an, a decent seafood restaurant. And then have dinner from like five to seven, six, eight. And then at eight o'clock, I come home. That's, that's just, that's, that's what, that's awful. You had a week. <laughs> 
You had a that's, week. She sent this question out a week ago. That's my perfect this is what, day. This is, no, she didn't ask you what your perfect day was. This but is I, what, I thought, I thought that was a perfectly wonderful it. answer. Well, I, I don't know. agree with... <laughs> I am her favorite. You said at some point Philly it was going to turn into a bicker, a bicker yeah, situation. This is, so this is a real relationship between yeah, this is, We you know. knew at some point he was going, but that is that is an amazing day. I get breakfast, I get beach, I get cards, I get dinner, I go home Again. and eat by 10 o'clock. Again. Not so Atlantic your, City as a whole is her, her favorite I just venue. Know, I just, yeah, right. And that's just a bullshit answer. I just want to <laughs> know what your favorite Philadelphia venue is. Now, you didn't say it didn't could say be anywhere in the world. I said anywhere in the world. You didn't say Philadelphia. My favorite venue in the world <laughs> is, I can't even think of a dumb joke here. <laughs> <laughs> you well, probably so okay. upset about that Philadelphia. My, favorite, I, my other favorite place, so I also miss Aruba. At some point I will get back there. And my favorite Philadelphia place, I hate to say it, which is, this is the cheesy answer. This is the answer you can make fun of me about. But whenever someone's like, where do you want to go have drinks in the city? I'm like, mm, jet, because I know it and it's safe and I have my own table. It is what it is. There you go. I, I it's, We had a answer. lovely time last weekend. We finally had a break in the weather and enjoyed yeah. uh, some wonderful outdoor glasses of wine and snacks <clears throat> at our socially distant table. <laughs> Um, and I love I, I, I love how um, intensely like, we really don't go out at all. Um, and now with the weather warming up, we, you know, dip our toe in a little bit. But it is and it, you're met every time you go to a restaurant for outdoor dining. You are met with um, the rules. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Here is the 10 list of rules and expectations for how this is going to work. And yeah. I understand exactly why they do that because you have to say the same thing to everybody and everyone has to follow the same restrictions and, you know, keep your mask on when you get up. And I, I can't even imagine how exhausting it must be working in a restaurant right now. So I, I applaud everybody who is out there doing it and trying to get their guests to follow the rules and tip accordingly. Well, you, you, as you know, you have to set expectations early. You do. Otherwise, it's, you know, it's it's complete mayhem. Um, and gonna, as as this past year has been. Are we going to follow the rest of the state queue? Uh, that's a very great question. I was told that on my weekly call on Friday that I was not to get an update. I told the city that I request an update by next Friday. That okay. that's, it, 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 I guess this is as far as um, indoor uh, events no, no, no. or so, and so. Pennsylvania actually is going to be lifting restrictions April 4th. Yes, that is correct. Okay. So on my call today, I asked, they, so apparently the city said that they were not given a heads up from Governor Wolf's office that this was coming. So they weren't prepared for the announcement. So they're spending this week to think about the announcement. And I was told, I told them I'm requesting an update by next Friday. That was okay. the right. Um, this is one of the few opportunities I can pretend to throw around my weight a little bit figuratively. Um, so <laughs> I can, I can try to move as many wheels as possible, but, uh, yeah, that's, that was the request I made. 
Cool. Uh, we'll just wait and see what happens. Well, I I cannot thank you guys enough for joining me today for this absolutely hysterical conversation. Um, but I just adore the two of you and am thrilled that we got to spend some virtual time together uh, this afternoon. And so I would love for each of you to share how our listeners can follow you and if you have any upcoming events that you wanted them to know about or if they should just be following you on your Instagrams. I'll- I'll go first. It's fine because they're going to tune out. Um, so, <laughs> Susie, start talking. <laughs> I love you, Q, so much. All right. So, uh, press play the DJ is where you can follow me on Instagram. Press play the DJ uh, on Instagram. Go follow it. Um, I am live and in person on Tuesday nights at Cuddy's and Maniunk at eight o'clock doing Quizzo. Obviously, we have indoor outdoor space. And that is uh, J.D. McGillicuddy's, right? That is J.D. McGillicuddy's. It is. Yes. That's what I learned when working in the beer industry. That they just call it cuddies. It's good. It's cuddies <laughs> and yunk. Cuddies in the yunk. Uh, so I'll be there every Tuesday at 8 o'clock doing Quizzo Fado on Wednesdays. Obviously, except for today, we're moving it to tomorrow because uh, of Patty's Day. Uh, but we're there every Wednesday. Again, indoor, outdoor, socially distant. Uh, Quizzo on Wednesday nights at eight o'clock. And if you want to stay home, you can play every Monday on my Zoom trivia at eight o'clock. It's 25 bucks a team. The link is in my bio for my Instagram. That's where I'm an Instagram guy. That's where you can follow me, check me out. And yeah, so thank you for having me, MG. It's been a blast. Thanks, Tom. Um, so I I am old, um, so I'm <laughs> as social as I should be, um, but I, Facebook, Instagram, Kamara Edwards, uh, Q, no you, which is, I should do that more often and tell people that's how you can solve my name. Um, uh, I would actually encourage everyone who is a restaurant person. Join the Pennsylvania Restaurant and Lodging Association, PRLA. Yep. And um, for Sojourn Philly, like I said, we have a new restaurant that's opening, Sorinez at Berks and American. Um, the Jet Wine Garden, which we talked about a couple of times, that's at 1525 South Street. Um, Rex 1516 currently is at 1516 South Street. Hopefully, you know, we're moving soon, um, sooner than later. And then Cafe Nez at 2025 Washington. They all each have their own socials um, and just encourage you to come out and enjoy. Ugh, can't wait. Uh, listeners, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon and subscribe uh, anywhere you have your favorite streaming podcast platform. Thank you guys again. Have a great rest of your day.